It's Sunday. It's C. Welcome to episode 18. Hello everyone and thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome back to our November Nurture series. Today we talk about nurturing those who love you. Last week we discussed nurturing your gifts. And this week we move on to something external. The people in our lives. Because not only is it important to nurture the things in your life, like seeds, like your gifts and talents, it's also so critical to nurture the people who are there for you. Relationships require maintenance. Yes, they are your friends and your family. They do love you. But love does come at a cost. So the question is, do you know enough about these most important relationships in your life enough to foot the bill. Let's move in to tell me something good. So for my What's Wonderful recap, I would just like to say that this is a season of change. We are in the midst of a season of change. And I'd love to know what changes you're making. Now is the time to reposition yourself, to refocus yourself prior to moving into the new year which was the whole point of this four-month mini-series for September, October, November, and December. Redefining the goals that we have in our life in order to bring ourselves to a true realignment. Set goals, make plans, and be change. Today's toast goes to all of the couples that I know and that I may not know who are out there celebrating new life. Perhaps you're newly married, Perhaps you're newly parents. Cheers to this life that you are creating. You deserve it and you are so beautiful. The word of the month is nurturance. And the mantra of the month is, I will realign my soul by redefining my goals. Understanding that if we are truly focused on realigning our soul and offering it more alignment, we've got to have a plan for how to do this. This means redefining our understanding of things that we have always presumed we've understood. The journey to transformation asks us to look deeper, to do better than that, if you will. I am endlessly creating myself. That is always something that I am proud to focus on and proud to say that I'm doing because life is a journey. And I always want to be in a place and position in my life where I'm ready to learn. And in some instances, where I'm even ready to embrace relearning something. We have to be willing to redefine our understanding of things in order to keep changing and to keep growing. When we talk about nurturance as an idea, I want to remind you that we're talking about supporting, encouraging, and protecting things. So when we talk about offering nurturance to those who love us, we could be talking about friends, family, and colleagues. Because these are all people that we want to support, encourage, and protect. The significance of nurturing those who love you is simple. The people who love you are on your team. And because they're on your team, you must be sure to treat them that way. Call them what you want. Your team, your tribe, your squad. They are your people. You have to nurture your relationships so they can stand the test of time. Let's jump into thinking out loud. 
So back to that question of do you know enough about the relationships in your life to pay the cost of maintaining them? Let's talk about the why and the how of that. Why must we be nurturing to those who love us? The first reason is that because relationships do not take care of themselves. They don't. We are required to do that work. Secondly, you want those who love you to continue investing in your relationship. You don't want it to be one-sided. And lastly, those who love you need and deserve to know that you love them back. Love is something to be reciprocated. Let's talk about the how. So how, how must we go about nurturing those relationships in our lives with the people that love us? Well, first, I would say, you've got to focus on defining what taking care of each relationship looks like, right? Because every relationship is different. Maybe the relational maintenance that you do with a sister or a brother looks completely different with the relational maintenance that you have to do with a best friend. And I am suggesting that it absolutely is different. With every relationship that you have, taking care of it will be different based on the person that we're thinking about or referring to. So you've got to figure out what the perfect recipe is for every relationship that you have. Second, how must we nurture? By discerning what you both receive and or benefit from by having your connection. Decide why it's worth fighting for. If you're both not being fed in the relationship, these are sometimes the relationships we see that fall to the wayside or cannot stand the test of growth and change. It's important that you and the other person take a hard look at your relationship to make sure that you're both benefiting from it. Because if one of you isn't, the other one is sure to not be interested in keeping this relationship for long term. You've either both got to be in it or you've both got to be out. And lastly, how must we nurture? We nurture our relationships by spending time validating the relationship with actions and with words regularly. One is not enough. It can't be all gestures and the things that you do. It can't all be words and promises. It's got to be a mixture of your words and your actions regularly. Let's move on to our Thinking Out Loud Challenge of the Week. This week, we're going to jump right back into our journals and our diagramming to create a little bit of a visual aid to help you assess the relationships in your life. Now, we spoke about three categories earlier. We spoke about family, friends, and colleagues. And for today's Thinking Out Loud Challenge, we're going to be creating some relational webs, is what I'm going to call them. And these webs are going to capture, in an image, the different interpersonal spheres that you have in your life. So the three spheres we're talking about are family, friends, and colleagues. You're probably going to want three different colors to work with, so pick three really contrasting colors to the best of your ability, based on what you have available, for this activity. So for each of these webs, you're going to put yourself in the middle of the page. I would suggest maybe three sheets total. Go ahead and put your name or maybe just the word me in the center and draw a big circle around it. And from there, 
you are going to create lines that run from this circle as if you're creating a web. And at the end of each line, you are going to put the name of a person that is either in your family, if you're working on your family web, your friend, if you're working on your friend's web, and your colleague, if you're working on your colleague's web. Three different webs. Your name is in the center. Each web belongs to a specific category, either family, friends, or colleagues. And each line connects you and your name and that bubble around your name to a particular person. Once you have taken the time to create these webs, filling them with as many people as you'd like to. For example, my family is comprised of my mom, my dad, and my younger brother. So that would be three lines. I could branch it out further if I'd like to and maybe include aunts and uncles, cousins, grandparents, whatever I'd like. But in my web, I would put just those three primarily. Your friendship web can have as many lines shooting from it as you want. And your colleague's web is the same. Whoever that you think that you would like to do an assessment of your relationship with. Once these webs are done, you're going to go back in with those two other colors and create some re-emphasis on those solid lines that you drew shooting out from your web. In one of your colors, you are going to bold that line leading to each person you feel like you have a strong connection with. A positive, strong relationship that is full of nurturance. And then go back through for each person that you think you might have a relationship or connection to that needs a little more nurturing and emphasize that by putting dots all along that line. So it'll look like a little connect the dots when you're done. So you'll either have bold straight lines or a line that is then covered by a strand of dots. Again, the strong connection bold line and then for the needs more nurturing relationships we're gonna see dotted lines. Then you're going to go back in to each relationship one at a time and do a little bit of a relationship analysis. Now this could take some time, so I recommend revisiting this exercise every time you're ready to analyze maybe one of those spheres or maybe a couple different relationships within all of those spheres, but do it piece by piece. Because for each of these relationships you've decided to capture, I want you to draft and brainstorm a couple thoughts to the following prompts. This person and I take care of ourselves and our relationship by dot, dot, dot. How do you and that said person take care of nurturing your relationship? What does that nurturance look like? Is it going to the movies? Is it making sure you have time to have coffee? Perhaps you work out together? Perhaps you go play basketball together. What's your thing? What do you do to take care of your relationship? And the second prompt to address and think about with each person that you are looking at doing an analysis of is the following. I slash he or she get blank out of this relationship. And then you've got to go back and fill in that blank. What is it that you're both getting from this relationship? You might find in some instances you're both taking the same thing from it. Maybe for both of you it's about standing on familiar ground because you feel like you share a lot of commonalities. Maybe for both of you, you provide each other with peace or with laughter or with joy. 
Or maybe you realize that one of you is taking one thing from the relationship while the other is taking something completely different. There's no wrong answer here. This is just to help you get a sense of how you are currently nurturing this relationship and what both of you get to take from it. If you're ready to take it a step further, the next piece of this analysis lies in you thinking about whether or not there are any relationships in your life that you've decided to include in these visual relationship webs or otherwise that you feel could use some more nurturing. So what's the task here? Elaborate on this connection within your web and ask the following questions of yourself. How did this come to be a connection? Was it by choice or not by choice? We all have relationships in our lives that we feel like could use some more nurturing for whatever reason. But what we know about relationships is that sometimes we choose to be in a relationship and sometimes we find ourselves in a relationship with someone for several reasons. But when we try to address this question of how do we focus on putting more nurturance into the relationships that we do have, the first question is, well, how did you come to be in this connection? Because if it's by choice, I have a whole set of questions for you that are different than if it was not by choice. If you found yourself in this relationship by choice, here are the questions I'd like to ask of you. One, why are you connected? Two, what are the benefits of being connected? Three, do you still want to be connected? Four, what about this connection makes you so happy? Five, is this connection one you'd like to bring into the future? Six, how can you work with them to make your relationship even stronger? Now let's visit the other side of the fence because perhaps this relationship that you know needs more nurturance is not one that you decided to be in. Now for those of you that may be a little confused as to the difference between a by-choice relationship and a not-by-choice relationship, we all have relationships that are just given to us, situations we find ourselves in. Because sometimes we are put in a situation to relate to someone whether or not we've decided for our own that's what we would like. For example, you are born into a family. You don't choose your family. Other people that we interact with that we don't get to choose are teachers, are coaches. There are so many people that are influential and connected to us in our lives that we don't necessarily get to choose being connected to. We may find that because of the structure of our lives, we are being asked to connect with this person, whether or not we feel a strong connection to them. But even if you have not decided by your own choice to be connected with a person, if it's a relationship that requires your nurturance in order to be successful, in order to promote your wellness and your growth, you've got to do the same analysis on how you can focus on giving that relationship nurturance. 
Because whether or not it's your best friend or a coach that you're going to have to work with for the next four years, you've got to figure out how the relationship works and how to ensure that it is healthy and successful. And I promise you, you figure that out by figuring out how to nurture it. So if you find yourself connected to and seeing some relationships on your relationship web that are not by choice, here are the questions that I have for you. Number one, why are you connected? Number two, does this connection have a shelf life? Number three, what good comes from this connection? Number four, what can you learn from this connection? And number five, can you put a filter on this so you can maintain the relationship without draining yourself? Now I'm going to explain that last question a little bit because it may not be very straightforward. If this is a relationship that you know that you have to be in in order to attain some level of success or accomplishment or simply because this is a person you're going to be connected to for the rest of your life, how do you put yourself in a position to filter out the experiences that you don't want to have and just keep the experiences that you do need to have with this person in order to reserve some of your battery life, in order to protect your energy, and in order to protect your spirit. Because what we don't want is to be constantly drained by relationships that we know we are going to have to have with someone based on the way that our lives are structured. So I'll ask you that last one again. Can you put a filter on this relationship so that there's a way to maintain it without draining yourself? All of this is food for thought. Please work on these webs at your leisure. Maybe spend each day of this week looking at two or three relationships that you've carved a web out for. Ask yourselves these questions. Come up with comprehensive answers. And you may find yourself in a new place and space with regard to how you're thinking about taking care of some of these relationships in your life. Once you've had some time and space to review your webs and answer those questions and map out which of your relationships could use a little more nurturance versus which ones are doing well and being able to think about why they're strong, take some time to focus on this exercise debrief. The first thing that I would like you to do is review the relationship webs themselves. Are you satisfied with which relationships are strong and well-nourished? Are you surprised by which relationships may need more of your nurturing? Next, review those relationships you flagged as in need of more nurturing. Do they all have anything in common across the board? What can you do differently to invest further in this relationship? How might you work with this person to uplift your relationship as a whole? Especially considering some connections may be lifelong. Please feel free to email me any questions you have about your relationship webs. My email address is fromthedeskofc at gmail.com. In order to nurture those who love you, you have to speak their language.
you must learn enough about what they value in order to pay them in full. If all a friend wants is your honesty, and that's the thing that you have been recently struggling to give them, you may find it difficult to nurture that relationship. And that is just one example of many. However, this is no reason to give up. We need our family. We need our friends. And we must nurture them in the same way they nurture us if we hope to keep their support. What nurturing have you done lately? Who could hear more from you? Who could see more of you? Who has been needing you? Who needs you to return their calls? Who needs your smile? Who needs your advice? Who could use one of your hugs? You've got to show up for the people that you want to show up for you. Nurture those who love you. Offer your care. Your care is currency. Don't get behind on your investments. Be nurturing. Be love. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sundays with C. Make listening to this podcast easy. Subscribe on YouTube and share it with a friend who could use some of the magic we're talking about. We're a podcast dedicated to focusing on your self-empowerment, your self-success, and your self-transformation. One Sunday at a time. Visit C's Lifestyle blog at findingthespacebetween.blogspot.com and send your questions, episode topic requests, and comments to from the desk of C at gmail.com. Sundays with C is written and produced by personal life consultant Camille Edwards. If you're staying here with us for this week's Seconds of Serenity, please settle into silence and welcome stillness. If this is where our paths part ways, I look forward to speaking to you next week. Same time, same place, same sea. People need my love. People need my love. I am responsible for making those who love me feel my love. I am responsible for making those who love me feel my love. I will work to show those in my life that I want them near. I will work to show those in my life that I want them near. I will nurture those who love me. I will nurture those who love me. 
Namaste.